guys welcome to deep ramen it's me kavya and today we'll be talking something about relationships speaking what they are and they're so important in our lives and especially in this pandemic time where we see how our relationships are affected be it your friendship or your romantic relationship or your general relationship with people around you and we'll be exploring some of that through very standard conversations and it seemed like the best start to something new being you know this being the first episode of deep ramen so i mean i'm excited i hope you like it and yeah i mean let's go here we are in our first <laughs> so podcast <weird>. yeah and <laughs> yeah. um yeah what how how are you how are you how have you been i'm good like so where did you get this idea of a podcast from why do this you want so to do this this is really <laughs> awkward <laughs> you just you just literally talk like like 3 hours this especially struck me because i was watching this episode of um good mythical morning uh, which is a show on youtube and i know that you also watch it and i hey. recommended the pod- podcast run by the guys who run um gmm uh and it's called ear biscuits and um if anybody else wants to listen to ear biscuits it's, it's, it's a really good podcast i mean it's amazing and it's just it's not scripted or anything it has a great like it just has a basic outline and it's just two friends talking about um you know their life and their um how do you put it uh their experiences like yeah. whatever is yeah the random ongoings in their lives yeah and and how they dealt with several points of growth and transformation in their life and there was this one episode which i i know i recommended it to you it was called the life and loss of our friend of our other best friend and mm. it i mean i i i recommended it to you when you watched it so like why don't you give a small outline on that so basically when you, if you watch their youtube channel you'll realize that you know um, they're very good friends like they have been friends since grade school and as surprising as it is like in today's times like it's hard to find friendships like that so the fact that they also had another friend and they talk about him so that was really nice like you know uh, talking about their childhood and what fun they used to have which was straight out of some you know book yeah yeah kids straight just, out of some blight and book kids just roaming around thousand acre woods and you know eating food and 
smoking pipe smoking <laughs> pipe at what time in life did you think of smoking a pipe even hey, though you read it but as kids we tend to be so curious like even i have done something like that i'm not going to deny that like i have tried to you know like light a stick at the end and think that was what smoking was Hmm. It is right. I was too straight a kid I guess. I never <laughs> thought of uh, yeah. But I guess. But then yeah. Yeah, but it was quite interesting like these guys were super outdoorsy like a childhood like which you cannot associate with but you know I you've read know, about I also guess it's because uh, it, it's because you know it's a product of their time because they are like almost 20 20 years older to us. Right. They were born in the seventies, and they lived through that age of, you know, the eighties and the nineties. You know, when things were just coming up, and internet was just um, surfacing. So, so life was more outdoors at that point, I guess, as compared. To I suppose, yeah. You know, you have all this information on a screen, but you are actually mm-hmm. maybe. I mean, especially for kids these days, they are actually probably missing out on those. You know. unadulterated experiences right because i don't know if this is the case because nobody in my house is a kid anymore everybody <laughs> but uh, you're still a kid <laughs> i disagree <laughs> essentially yeah <laughs> but but no i mean you know like in in the perspective of growing up in childhood Right. Even right. our time, you know, when we grew up in the early two thousands, um, our experiences as kids, like me, you know, traveling all across the country, and you living in the city of Mumbai, which is like so huge and so diverse. Even mm-hmm. in that case, like, I think our lives were still a lot more, you know, unfettered and unadulterated. Like our experiences were based on. us experimenting things right whereas i feel like i don't know me again i might be wrong but i feel like kids these days uh their experiences are more curated for them and it's hmm. not their fault it's probably a fault of all um the technology of all the sh- you know the the world is not a kind place these days and you you can't blame the kids for that and right. because of that they have these sheltered areas where they engage in things and mm-hmm. a lot of their life is being spent online and even now especially due to the pandemic it's right in doors on the screen right 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 and i think that's why when we listen to you know stories from uh, our parents about how they they grew yeah, up exactly. yeah even, what experiences they had in their childhood exactly i mean even they are like right. in their 40s and 50s etc right 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 so, right i get what you're coming at yeah i so agree we can like associate with that to an extent but i doubt right. like the current generation and i mean it i can feel a generation gap with my own brother who's like 3 <laughs> 3 years younger to me and that is uh-huh. imagine kids these days who are like Five to seven years younger than you, you can feel a huge generation. Right. Right. So. Right. I I guess they won't be able to connect with 
that generation at all that unfettered unadulterated experience of it and i like right. and i i mean i'm not saying i'm not <laughs> demonizing the current generation i'm just saying that for no fault of theirs they've been deprived of a lot of those experiences and yeah it's it's kind of you know melancholy and sad in a way i mean you can pay for those experiences now like i've seen children going to camps <laughs> and summer camp is a thing now so you pay to do that i i guess I, but yeah but i mean yeah. again it's it's like a curated experience right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are not exploring by yourself. It's not an independent uh you know like like you read you read it in a book and then you try it out kind of thing. It's not very organic in that manner I get it. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So that I mean that aspect of their podcast was really um interesting to connect with and I was right. really nice and I wanted to talk something about that like about how we have so many relationships with people nowadays and really? you know, especially you know for people in our age um in the 20s especially really? even for kids who are just getting out of you know um the 12th grade mm-hmm. is taught the importance of networking right right and you would know this because Yeah. I mean coming from a background especially in engineering and things like that um the entire situation of unemployment the entire situation situation of academia all rests on how well you network network yeah but i feel like i <laughs> I have a really Oh so you're talking about like the rift between uh, relationships and a network right Exactly because I feel like people yeah. like a lot of people uh, are not able to make that distinction maybe it's mm. me being pessimistic because I am a huge pessimist <laughs> 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 but um but yeah I feel like a lot of people are just um especially especially when you go on social media right um and right. when when Facebook came out it was all about right. people you knew right right maybe people oh not really I actually mean, I I, if people if, if i were to be honest like facebook back then was more about connecting with people you did not know i mean <laughs> because i remember <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. you know adding people who were friends of friends and then actually getting to know them which i think uh, is not so much now but then that is just me probably no i get that aspect of it even i went through a phase where i met a lot of people um online and they whom i've never met in real life uh, it's just purely online oh, a lot of those people i went online to now to be great friends of mine right now and i i have um met them in real life and we are good. Mm-hmm. so i'm not like full dis- disclaimer there but i'm just seeing right. that um especially nowadays i feel maybe because i'm in that phase we are in that phase of you know um growing up and trying to be independent or whatever um mm-hmm. i feel like networking has become the sole reason of forming relationships with people like un- mm. like is this um i feel like relationships are transactional nowadays like, right so, so unless you have something to give me and i have something to give you 
other than close friends i i doubt it's very it's i think it's very difficult hmm. to make friends nowadays right ha huh, right i i i would say that an unadulterated friendship like you know like it's difficult to organically approach a person and then i don't know how to even like how does a friendship proceed like, i don't know like i know like people like my grandmom especially like she is from the 60s wala generation and she has zero qualms about making friends she will make friends mm-hmm. anybody she knows whether it's a hmm. kid, whether it's a teenager whether it's a 20s wala person you know like an adult young adult right i i i i get that will... because i think i can say the same about my grandfather yeah, so... yeah he'll just go out and like like become friends with people and then meet with them regularly so yeah exactly i mean i feel like people from that generation had some sort of you know i they're more interpersonally um open a connect yeah yeah i guess and i i think that is lacking in the trickling generation from there mm-hmm. the mistrust which builds after that right also do you think like we are not as open to other people because you know we are closer to the people that we already have so uh i'm assuming back then uh you lost touch with people whereas nowadays you don't like i'm still in contact with all of my school friends all of my college people even though i'm like half the world away from them so that way I like, like i'm already I engaging with them on a <laughs> because of uh so many reasons but mainly because i suck at keeping in touch with people especially uh-huh. you know like like multimedia methods I, like i i mean i absolutely dislike texting <laughs> but then it's right evil. Mm. so i don't know i mean not even texting and like you know just being on instagram and like looking at the story and you know okay they are there and like occasionally you can have a chat with them and i think for like me i feel that sort of uh, rudimentary connect is enough that i feel the sense that i'm keeping in touch with them but that's just a so i pseudo form of thing yeah I, it seems very cosmetic yeah i get that i don't know like how would you define that relationship but i could say yeah we are friends i guess but then i guess i mean it again comes down to the constitution of that friendship because mm-hmm. at the end of the day um that friendship might be useful for i mean again i mean useful is the wrong word but i feel like it there's no depth to it i see right. um putting up a story and commenting on something and i it's been ages since we've actually had a proper conversation other mm-hmm. than, you know liking each other's what stuff so um i don't think there is anything to that relationship like when you uh, other than of course your closest friends who even if you don't talk to them you can have a chat with them anytime but mm-hmm. i think with with most relationships what happens is it fades so so all that is left 
or those likes and comments that's it i mean when you do connect on a personal basis uh mm. i feel it might not translate into anything at least even a little more meaning for it you know right but like uh kavya uh coming back to the your know, biscuits podcast you realize uh the friendship that they forged was during grade school whereas they themselves admitted like you know as they grew older as they went to college for like other reasons as well but they did drift apart yeah but that's what i'm so, saying i mean po- i don't sorry for interrupting but i mean the the thing is in in those kind of friendships are constitutionally strong right mm-hmm. but most of our relationships we make even as adult, like later on or even as kids or whatever most of them are not constitutionally strong so even so do you think you have to make an extra sort of effort to make it constitutionally strong i don't know that so that's the entire dichotomy of it right so um you need to put effort in relationships mm-hmm. be right be it with your partner be it with your family be it with your friends right mm-hmm. if somebody right. means something to you you need to put effort and right we get busy we lose track of each other mm-hmm. and that's what they were talking about in ear biscuits as well right right so but the thing is um this that amount of effort i don't think we can we are we are even capable of putting that much of love or effort into every relationship right. we have right 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 so i think that i mean at plus like we are at a time and an age where it is difficult to extend that sort of effort with everyone exactly yeah and i yeah i mean for that but i think it is things are becoming a lot more superficial nowadays right i mean so i do want to like you know be in touch with all of my friends but then it has to be reduced to like you know once a month oh you just find something to talk about so uh, i mean i i would like to believe that i still have a stronger relationship with them even if like you know it might not seem so i guess i i mean but that that's again to your satisfaction right right so again then that loses meaning in the longer run of things right like my right. my parents are scolding my dog in the background <laughs> yeah i could hear that in the background huh <laughs> yeah hmm. so so that i mean right. that's the entire thing of it um and like our priorities in life change so much as we grow up right right i think so so i know a lot of us want to be kids again yeah um and you know have those absolutely uninhibited uninhibited relationships like we used to have then you know doing weird stuff and then right 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 waking up by the end of the evening and you know just crashing at each other's places but um as we grow up i think we go through so many forms of personal transformation right <laughs> <laughs> i have no idea what i'm 
but yeah so um we go through so many phases of personal transformation be it you know physical or mental or spiritual right. um that, that is very distracting <laughs> so but do you think like these transformations are what has resulted uh, in you resorting to forming more of a network over actual relationships yeah or is it or is it the world telling you to do to form network is networks is what is causing you to do the other thing so i think it is a, a lot of it has to do with how capitalistic society is right now oh everything has to do with how the society is transitioning to a capitalistic it, one yes, <laughs> you can blame everything it, on that uh, so that's <laughs> the best part about it <laughs> but the problem is it's so systemic because everything is being tied to you know work productivity and product mm-hmm. like nothing is being done just for the sake of it so so that's hmm. so, so that's what we see in the entire podcast or when we talk to people who are older to us who say you know like i did this i explored this because i was just curious because i like curious I, because i had fun because i want yeah. to fail at it and see how it happened right 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 are afraid of taking risks nowadays i know hmm. i am afraid of taking risks nowadays <laughs> I mean, not nowadays i mean especially after growing up because you there is so much stigma and so much loss attached to risk taking nowadays right and yet i mean our generation is brave i mean a lot of people do so many brave things it's amazing i mean leave their job passion mm-hmm. it's crazy but there is also a lot of lot of fear attached to risk taking right whether and and people and and that even translates to our relationships and they right. are afraid of being vulnerable in those relationships mm-hmm. so that ends up in relationships being extremely transactional in nature to you know sort of like protect ourselves from any form of right so like an insurance like okay i know this about you so now you know this about me but there's a wall right so so i mean uh, you know when i went to college one of the things my dad told me was like oh you're going to college like it's important to form a network it's important to form a network and i have been always lacking in you know actually approaching people and interacting with them like not in the fact that you know i don't approach people but actually wanting to form relationships but uh, like i can say for myself that even without trying to you know actually form friends i like i got out of college with like like very good relationships i can say that so i mean i don't know if it's something that you know you force if it is a process that you have to push for or if it's like if it is something that just happens because you know when you look back to your childhood it just happens yeah. you are not trying to force anything whereas when you talk about networks it's more of a forced thing so i don't remember like besides whatever network i have on linkedin nothing 
no relationship oh, i have I'm... seems to be a forced relationship LinkedIn. oh yeah everybody hates linkedin everybody hates linkedin oh, i hate it so much it's like oh it's it's such an evil thing but oh it's so like tied in with everything else especially the older you get it's Mm-hmm. it's it's this weird but yeah i understand mm-hmm. i mean that is true i mean the best relationships are always unexpected you know uh, right i made some of my closest friends after my second year in my undergrad and also in my postgrad so right. um uh i mean in in i i made <laughs> a lot of great friends in postgrad and uh, undergrad is more of a transformative time right i mean you are dumb as heck <laughs> during <laughs> and all of you are dumb as heck i think that is why it's like another form of grade school which yeah, helps you i mean it's basically forge like, friendships yeah, i mean it's basically grade school for young adults yeah so um especially the first two years you are like this malleable um lump of clay just Oh my god yes <laughs> bombarded with so much of stimuli and you're like oh, where do i go what do i do it, it, oh, who am i <laughs> why am, am I, i this person <laughs> right you you get into so many networks and so many friends friend circle right and right. so many things you know just you you do it for the sake of some skewed perception of productivity like i remember like in my second year of college i was and in my third year of college i was ridiculously ridiculously busy and not the good kind of busy like i had i was a busy idiot i was a headless chick <laughs> like i was <laughs> around i was a part my dog just peeked out through the door <laughs> <laughs> but yeah right i was a part of way too many clubs uh but um i was a part of way too many things i was extremely worried about how my uh, i was i was very confused about what um like paths to choose academically and what stream to get in you know within uh, whatever branch i was doing pursuing mm-hmm. and and it made me sick <laughs> because i had so hey. many like i knew a lot of people but i had hey. very few you know people i actually right. actually connected with who actually care about me who used to you know text me or call me or right. you know hey kabhi are you okay because you don't look so good <laughs> and i realized that like i had to meet a doctor to realize that you know you are in too many right. I, I, the doctor asked me like like hey kabhi um so why do you think you're stressed so i was like uh <laughs> <laughs> i'll think a doctor <laughs> <laughs> and the weird part is that like you're in India, so you you're never alone with the doctor. Your mom is always there. <laughs> so my mom is answering the question. So so she was looking at me, and I'm like, I'm stressed because you know career, yeah, yeah, blah blah. And and my mom is like, she's stressed because she's part of a thousand clubs and you know doing weird stuff. I don't know what. <laughs> I mean, that is the quintessential undergrad yeah, I mean, lifestyle. Yeah, so I'm just saying how. toxic it can be for somebody yeah maybe you cannot handle it as well maybe like with there's there are people who are superheroes and can handle everything great i was not that mm. i thought that right and my mm-hmm. constitution was not made for that 
so right. and and it took the doctor to tell me you know that ki hey i mean i think you should slow down maybe get out of clubs which are meant for you right. get out of groups which are meant for you and you know just focus on yourself yeah focus on <laughs> yeah I, i i get that i mean uh, i personally believe you know focusing on yourself is something you realize when you hit third year yeah. and you're like okay yeah i think i've done all that bullshit that other people have asked me to do and i've come out of it and yeah, yeah. now i'm ready for yeah, like I think something that i want to do i am going to do these things because i like yeah not because yeah i have to do these things i mean there are obviously things you need to do but then you have right. you need to realize i think that's what you maybe realize towards the end of your college that you need right. there that the most important things are the things you want to do you know right it's basically like the japanese concept of you know finding peace between all aspects of your life which is known as mm-hmm. ikigai so right i think i think that's what most of us come to realize as mm-hmm. from that you know that right. awkward pimply acne filled <laughs> hormonal <laughs> teenage ug face to right. slightly more mature person not very mature because i am not mature right now either <laughs> <laughs> and but slightly more mature and more understanding of things mm-hmm. but right yeah but if anything college is more right. anxious yes but yeah but at but, the end you come out of it with more meaningful relationships or more stronger friendships which are not tested right. by the fact that you remain in contact all the time yeah i think remaining in contact is not a measure of how much that relationship means to you because at least during the time that you are in uh college i think those are like one of the best relationships you forge exactly yeah and i think that's the entire beauty of it <laughs> so that's on friendships <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i mean like so when you pitch the idea of relationships to me why is it that we associate the word so much with you know romantic relationships like family is relationship friendships are relationship but somehow always like when you talk about a relationship and always mind wanders to you know i think because, romantic i think engagement entire concept of a relationship has been you know to an extent tied with romantic engagements Uh, companionship romantic engagements because you know it has been fed to us by media and capital ah uh, right yeah. right right everything is about getting the diamond or going on that vacation or going on that um uh, what do you say by gifting something to your love you know partner or whatever which is not right i'm not saying it's wrong but it it's it's literally not the definition of the word i mean in relation right. to the connection between two people uh right whether it is superficial or meaningful that that's philosophical but <laughs> right but it's a connection between two people it can be romantic or platonic or uh, familial so so mm-hmm. i mean so i think we need to remove 
that aspect of romance from mm-hmm. um the word relationship right i think we need to remove the aspect of romance even from you know actual romantic romantic relationships <laughs> yeah I feel, definitely i feel it like puts pressure i mean right. on the two people involved in it to fit into a certain mold which yeah. is completely unnecessary just do it your way just be yourself which is again yeah. capitalism <laughs> because yeah. how else are you going to sell the diamond oh yes i've been getting a lot of diamond ads weirdly oh <laughs> suspicious is <laughs> suspicious very suspicious very suspicious yes hmm so mm-hmm. i feel like that's so uh, another thing like uh, so family is also a relationship right mm-hmm. so why do you never feel the need to you know uh, even when you're not in touch i mean i don't know i can't say that for myself but i have known people who you know uh, don't talk to their parents that regularly or like aren't as much as in touch and right. still that is like you know a relationship that is like one of the deepest you will ever form one of the deepest you will ever have right so how does that work like is there is there a correlation over here that we can understand again i mean obviously there is a correlation right um, your filial your your um, your familial relationships are strong because they are not superficial mm-hmm. because there is something which is very constitutionally strong i mean i mean this is for people who have really close families and your families again i mean that that is not what we are discussing here family has many right. Things, right but i'm just talking right. about people who are related by blood and right those who have the privilege of having a you know a family a blood right. family so um again yeah family whether it's your sibling or your um parents they are constitute Mm-hmm. strong relationships so i feel functionally right. they are not affected by the fact whether you remain in contact or not mm-hmm. that emotion and attachment will always be there like you get you know at the end of the day if everything goes to high hell i have somebody to right. go back to i have home to go back to right yeah so, so tomorrow if i lose my job or tomorrow if somebody dumps me or mm-hmm. tomorrow if i don't get the job i want and i'm broke as heck i have right. to turn to no matter and they will accept me for the absolute failure that i am because they know inside again this this is definitely more of like in an indian context i guess but i think that is what we know best so i don't think we are eligible to comment on other cultures yeah but i guess even to an extent what? in strong familial networks even outside the country from what i have come to know people are very connected to their families and mm. you know i mean even for the fact i mean um european society uh, especially in countries such as italy and eastern europe they are very close right. to their families they have very family, mm-hmm. um systems and of course Right. Asian systems are very family centric. Right. Hierarchical, very um, age hierarchical. Mm-hmm. So um, 
and i mean again there are so many discussions here about whether families are forgetting or whether it is actually right a- i mean again that is like for every relationship yeah. if it's suffocating you shouldn't be in it i mean yeah <laughs> people have reasons but okay there's yes. i mean there's no black and white there but um right so that's the thing i mean i, I think there is a constitutionally uh, there is this strength to it which makes mm-hmm. which gives right. that comfort mm-hmm. so that's one relationship <laughs> Hmm. And I think that was nice. This was a great start. Yeah, I think we should do this more often. And we should. <laughs> uh, and this wasn't very different from you know actually having a long call with you. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, I know. It was slightly yeah. weird because um, uh, were you I, conscious about your voice? A little bit. Being recorded. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's why I was like, I was like. should i go for a video format and then i was like no wait <laughs> 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 off i think it's great and and we will talk more yeah and have more candid conversations okay